look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401 every pay-per-view special and ECW on TNN in between. You've got myself, Paul, I'm George, as always, by Jay. What's happening, Jay? I interrupt this program to bring you breaking news that Rob Van Dam has still broken his leg. <laughs> but he's going somewhere on Tuesday. Yes. Maybe. Oh, we got Rob Van Dam updates from 22 years ago. Come in, people. Do not worry. Will he recover? He still defended his title on one, apparently. He did. He did. Although I think the, the opponent changed. <laughs> well, I remember it was always against Rhino. In... I, I thought last week they said it was against um, Jerry Lynn. But, Maybe. yeah. I remember, I'm sure the match was actually against Rhino. But, yeah. But, um, I'm now. But, um, yeah, he's still done. Uh, this week we are in February of 2000, looking at ECW on TNN episode 25 and Hardcore TV episode 355. Uh, we're down to our last 50 episodes, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. Less than. Less than, which is crazy. Um, we'll kick off with ECW on TNN because it was on the Friday, February 11th, 2000, at the beginning of the show. We're told that we hear about RVD. He's still broken his leg. Um, you get the normal kind of intro. Cyrus interrupts and basically says the show moves on and the network needs a TV champion. And um, I didn't mind the opening here yeah. in the sense of, you know, we as a network, you know, we recognise RVD and what he's done, but we need it, it's defended therefore you know, we're going to claim we're going to get out tonight you know I, I, yeah. that, that to me I, 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 I got that um, yeah I, I don't know if you are the network looking for the big match I'm not sure whether Spike Dudley versus the Dups is where you go I don't. And again, another issue, again, going back to what we said multiple times, is just, that's just a total squash. Yeah. You've got Dorin and Roadkill who want to be number one contenders. Impact players are saying, tag team division is just no one's good enough to really face us. And Spike Dudley sort of proves it. Yeah. The team that was the number one contenders match going toe-to-toe with Dorin and Roadkill Wiped out the tag team division. Yeah, Ran out and laid waste tag team division. Despite just absolutely killed them. You just think, oh, wow. Yeah. So I thought that was um, a tad silly, in my opinion. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you could argue that this is who um, has just got off a feud with Mike Awesome. Yeah. Um, and I would accept that and answer why is Spike Dudley just got off of But again, like, I know you're going to do a new TV champion, but this would be sort of the perfect 
you know, segment for like a a Jack Victory or you know former TV champion Jason. I mean, there could just be something that I don't know why you just destroy the Dups unless it was their last appearance or something. But it just um, yeah, it seemed weird just to absolutely sort of bury this team. And again, why Spike? Why why is he the one that you're giving the the big hit to? Um, yeah. I mean, it's not getting over anything more than it has done. This whole thing of like, you know, RVD's buddy, uh, not really. I mean, you know, they, he, he ran out and helped him once, literally yeah. once. Um, was an afterthought in that super quick. It's not like, you know, Sabu's <coughs> run out and got the match. He may or may not have left. We don't know. No, we don't know, but we're scared to say because we've got it wrong before. But at some point he leaves. Yeah, at some point he stopped. is or does or has left. And it's not uh, who they're implying, which I found very weird. Um, so that happened. We had Raven talking to Mikey out the back. and uh, Loved this. Loved Raven, this. Raven told Mikey... Um, I think it'd be nice if you could have a chat with like Tom, Tommy for me. And Mikey's just like, I'm in a match with him. How can I be? I'm fighting him like next kind of thing. And I thought it was quite funny. Yeah. Just the idea of Raven's like, well, that's cool. Well, you'll be with him then, kind of. <laughs> just just I, I while just... you're out there, just, <laughs> just put in a good word for me. So my only issue with this is it's turned into, you know, this is an issue with Francine. And it shouldn't be an issue with Francine. And I don't understand why it's an issue with Francine. Um, and I know that part of that's because, you know, I'm very protective of, of my Francine. But um, no, I don't understand. I don't understand why, you know, we, we suddenly have this, this thing where apparently Tommy Dreamer and Francine are a couple. Um, which makes even less sense than them being, you know, just friends because there is absolutely no chemistry between them. Yeah. Between them to be mates who are going to the ring together, there's absolutely no chemistry to, for them to be, you know, a couple um, who, who Raven may or may not be getting in the way of now. Um, yeah. So it's just really odd. And, and, you know, Tommy Dreamer, who has not cared about Francine at any point, to the point where he doesn't even get in the ring to protect her as she's getting, you know, chair shots or, or cane shots or anything, um, suddenly is hugely upset because Raven and Francine might be together, even though that's never been anything. So it's all just very strange that that's the way they went with it. It is, and it's all just such a weird like feud because though know, Tommy's sort of got this sort of too cool for school thing going on at the moment. Where he's super cool and he's a badass and no one wants to fuck with kind of and yeah. again he's involved in multiple feuds for no that he's not actually really involved with. And um yeah, I don't know, I just thought it's so weird. I, I like I like the Raven, Mikey, and um, sort of Jim Mitchell interaction. I just 
don't know. I just if Ravens going to feud with Tommy, feud with Tommy, and but I don't. Again, looking at it, I mean, I'm probably wrong, but I can't remember him really feuding this time round. No, I, the, I, I think they. I don't know because I mean it's it's a tag run next, I think, for Raven. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. So it's just all a bit. I mean, I know they sort of flip flop the titles between random partners. I'm not sure if Tommy gets it with Tanaka. But, um, mm. yeah, we'll find out. But anyway, so that happened. It was, it was pretty good little interaction between them. Didn't mind this. But, and then obviously the Mikey amazing character to grows. The minister. Yeah, it's pretty much the birth of those two together, really. And the laugh. And, uh, and the laugh. And, um, again, good growth. It always makes you, from being annoyed about the way that Mikey sort of has been booked, it's now almost turned into this genius long-term booking kind of your thing and i don't know if it was ever meant to be that that's the way it's all uh, yes and no so there's mikey stuff that i think is really really cool and, and works him still trying to get himself over as i'm not a baby i'm a grown man i'm a yeah. grown man of 39 years old um it, it just feels bizarre um and i don't understand it yeah, no, I, I, I get that. It doesn't need, I mean, he can sulk and all that, but he doesn't need to sort of do stuff like that. Um, so we get all that. We then get a quick New Jack and the Bulls, Mahonely, basically calling out the Baldies again and saying that they're from the wrong side of the street. <sighs> yes. It's weird, Still trying to be king stuff. of the street. But it's good because, you know, I think that this is a fresh match. It's not one we've seen before and it's one that we need some sort of closure to. It's like um, sort of feud we've seen but now they've got less people. So it's kind of harder. It's like, oh, we had Axel Rotten before with us and we struggled to beat you but now there's less of us. We might do it. Yes. Um, so we get that. We then get the match Tommy Dreamer versus Mikey Whipwreck. I thought it was a pretty decent match. I think Mikey's um, was having decent matches at the moment. Obviously, he always generally does. But yeah, really strong, strong match. I can't remember if we've seen this match before. I'm sure they've crossed paths at some point. Maybe like a long, long time ago. But it felt it felt mm. fresh and it felt decent. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not one we've there. seen for a long time. Yeah, um, if we have seen it. If we have seen yeah, it. Many moons. But, um, yeah, we get Jim Mitchell out there. We get Raven out there. Dreamer picks up the win. Yes, yeah, he should really. Um, it's all based around another feud. And, um, yeah, it's pretty solid. Solid match, really. That's in Mikey delivers, as always. Yes. We then pretty much dive straight into the main event which is Justin Incredible versus Raven in their first ever one-on-one match. Um, I didn't mind it. I, I thought the ending actually made sense in this one. So basically, this match ends in a no contest because of interference from Lance Storm. And so the Impact players basically take out Raven 
Um, and, and I think the story here is that Dreamer doesn't come out to help him. Cause... Francine does. Well, exactly, yeah. Dreamer comes out because of Francine. It's um, so so. Let's let do the the the, the run through. Um, I because it's fantastic wrestlers who we haven't seen a lot together of, and very cool. Um, is uh, you aren't in an easy. That yeah. makes less than, you know, the, the the line between what's a and what's not is so. With these things, but yeah, no. Um, the ending is like overbooked, though. Um, it's, um. It is a very, very process, uh, which sorts of with it. Um, but it gets to kind of where you need to be, which, and then Dreamer and uh, uh, Francine runs out, and Francine gets caught, DDT, and then uh, Dreamer runs out. Raven because of that and blah, blah. So it gets where it needs to be. It is, it is um, storytelling. And then they've tried to kind of put it because Raven, uh, Dream is in the back getting cross because his girlfriend Francine apparently suddenly is like rough, um, um, has disappeared. Know where she's gone, so he's going ape shit. Told her she's gone to the hospital. He's 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 calmed down and you know, a pull apart from all of the people sitting around and catering, including all of the people who are meant to be feuding who are catering together. Um and then the guy is it Mitch Simon Dyer mouthpiece? Yeah. The 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 super posh yeah. Is you know wearing his shirt and tie and all the rest and a Raven T-shirt over it because and you know, know does do the 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 shoot thing realised that he couldn't don't you you re- you realised got powder in his eyes and he couldn't see who he was. He, he didn't think he was hitting Francine um. Twitch beats the shit out of him because Tommy Ruby doesn't. Yeah, it's weird. Dreaming just sort of just basically attacked him. Keep your my business again. Super hard man, dreamer. Yes, though is it? But yeah, I think so. Uh, final segment, Dusty Rhodes is in the ring. Um, Cyrus kind of verbally starts to attack him. 
it's about the network and what's best for the network. Dusty sort of grabs the mic and says, it's about the boys. And um, they sort of have a back and forth. It goes on, which brings out Carino and the crew. Um, they pretty much attack Dusty and um, batter him until the ending. We get Sandman's music hits and the end shows with Sandman about to get in the ring. Yeah. It's like a soap opera tease. Luckily, get it paid off on the next show. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I find it weird that they sort of, we, we said, obviously, we've spoken about what we sort of feel is the misuse of Sandman. And this just kind of adds to it. I mean, he just comes out and that's it. Yeah, she see him do anything. Crazy. Almost again, like we said said before, that it feels like they're catering for the live audience more than trying to build up a thing. They're doing sort of soap opera, like cliffhangers for sort of some of these things. It's very much just like tune in next week. And this is the weirdness that. You- Building something that isn't tomorrow. Yeah. For the show that's in a week's time, we think we'll we'll find out. And I think that's the big sense of they are they have two shows that exist in the same universe, but very cross. It is yeah, very very rare that, that they reference something on the show that they run. I mean, they're, they're doing an incredibly good split. It's, it's with the same. The same people in sort of different stories almost. But this would have been, again, obviously, like I said, they probably don't want to highlight the other network, but it's been a great one for Joey Styles on commentary, which is like, what the hell is Sandman doing here? We need to find out tomorrow night on Hardcore TV. And straight away, you just know this is going to be on there at the beginning of the show or something. So, um, but yeah, that happened. I didn't mind it. I thought Dusty was strong enough in the promo. Um, obviously, the Carino stuff's great. He's sort yep. of, you know, his his character's sort of coming along. But um, yeah, just a shame they ended it with the Sandman just not doing a lot apart from coming out. We take us to February the 12th, 2000, episode 355 of Hardcore TV. It starts off with the news that Mr. PBVRBD still broken his leg and they're going to tell us information about his next appearance later on and I thought oh, that's what we, we needed we now uh, kicked off the show with the Baldies versus uh, Angel and Grimes in sort of a two on one match he's getting beaten down which brings so that's, that's, the stuff that... so that's Balls Mahoney against of Angel and Grimes um, yeah they and you know, uh, wants to can't because he's not going to the hospital. Them in the back, he's not gone to the hospital, which feels like a hell of a teeth to the to have been promised. 
the Baldies and and it's just this weird kind of like you know so hardcore that he's not, I mean he's not wrestling but he's not. um yeah so that it's going to be a two on one match and then it's not because he has a partner any partner his former partner can you call him former partner he sort of can that's alright uh, yeah Masato Tanaka returns which means we're probably lined up for him is that other former partner yeah so probably lined up with a um, another match against uh, Mike Awesome soon I'd imagine oh I know you hear so, me yeah. daddy let's <laughs> say so, yeah, basically yeah, he comes out. We get a sort of two-on-two match. Um, again, it, it, it's fine. It, it's sort of a brawl, um, sort of tornado style, where everyone's just going against everyone. It, it makes sense for what it is. So, well, that's interesting. Do you think that's because it's, you know, a, a no-DQ street fight that it's a tornado style tag match? Um, no. Because, I mean, a... you did think that a... a, a... This kind of street fight style match. That's for it to be tornado, isn't it? I think so. Okay, we'll get there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so basically, this all happens. Um, we get Raven, not oh, Raven, uh, New Jack. New Jack comes out. So, big yeah. up to wrestle, he's not coming out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it just comes out for a, a spot. Just, yeah. And um, in the end, we do get um, Bulls and Sasa Tanaka picking up the win. Which is weird, because it was One, two. Two. the three or two beat. They're basically the reverse of what it normally is. I find it hard with all the New Jack stuff at the moment, knowing he's only a couple of weeks away from getting absolutely fucked. It is kind of quiet. You know, sort of sad to sort of watch it all. I think anyway. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that happened. They they won. They celebrated. They rejoiced. And I guess the feud sort of continues. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Knowing who's king of the streets, um, <laughs> about certain people. Well, it's, it's getting worse. It used to be just Angel, Angel versus New Jack, king of the streets. And now we've got a whole community involved with this sort of a bit. Yeah, it's escalating. Who is the king of the streets? We need to know. Uh, we then get a look at ECW Hardcore Revolution, the game. The game that I believe we owned. and We've played this game. I loved this. The I loved Nostalgia or? Yes. Yes. What nostalgia. Uh, this like shit in, in modern I mean you know probably still better than 2K20 but does look like compared to these two um, but I adored I, I loved this game that long time yeah was it I... Oh, the no limit. 
Iron Man match. Yeah, so we 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 turned off time limits and had it as an Iron Man match, and then only when it was something like thirty-four pins to thirty-five in like a hardcore barbed wire something. Everything, um, yeah. And it was only when we got to like ridiculously high we realised that there could never be a winner because there's no time limit and it's an Iron Man match. Gonna go forever. Um. Forever. But the basic goes like punch them, then they're, they're dead, and you can pin. Them. Yeah, but I think it was rough. There's a lot of blood. I remember this game had a lot of blood in it. Yeah, a lot of blood. Was this the one that had the. Um... Oh, not. Oh, it's to start with B. The one we used to throw them over the top of the rope on the coals, and they literally died. That's the next one, I think. I think that's okay. the next one. Okay, I remember the barbed wire. <laughs> I do get stuck on there. I, I love that you know one of the things that they've said is you know you can hit a cheese grater. No, is it like a, a steel chair thwack, a, a Singapore cane thwack, a cheese grater thwack of like this weird kind of hit, no matter what the weapon is. Um, <laughs> so so it's the same animation bump from you know a. a a Singapore cane or a cheese grater. Um, yeah, I, I, it was just stunning. I was looking at the, the, the roster and how many people have left since this game. It, it, it's the TK22 of two games. You could be Sabu, no longer present. RVD, able to wrestle. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just. I, I loved watching it. In the advert for this, they put the um, uh, uh, oh, was it Nova and Chris Chetty? They said yeah. we're doing the, or was it Spike Dudley and so? Uh, they said we're doing the. Yeah, I think it was Nova and Chetty. I remember. Yes, it's weird. Like it was a nice little. Nice look, but like I said, was it, it was doing wind ups like a to a uh, kick, and you kind of okay. Yeah, I loved it. It was, it was, yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, it, that's it, it's just nostalgia. The game itself looked absolute trash, and God. If we played it now, it would be absolutely horrendous. But um, yeah, it was still a fun, still a fun watch. Um, this took us into a Japanese death match, uh, Tajiri versus Super Crazy. Just when you, you think they can't pluck anything else out, here we are. So, Joey Styles begins explaining that a couple of weeks ago, he had. Mexican death map. And as such, yeah. this now is a Japanese death match. Yeah. Point. You know the difference, uh, you know, what's the difference? Which I thought was kind of great in its, its stupidity in regards to, I don't know. And I was upset to sit through and we said last time, you know, it was it was a nice way of kind of, you know, rigid 
the spots that they'd previously progress it. But yeah, you know, we've watched a lot of their matches now. Um I, I was not for the ending of this match. The ending of this match was absolutely beautiful. So obviously the the, the match itself is like like Jay said, we, we've seen matches, we know how they work, not taking away any from it. They they have great chemistry, it's a great match. The ending was unique in the sense that Crazy was laid down near sort of the corner slightly away, had multiple chairs put on top of him, and then a table fully out put on top of him. And Tajiri went to the top rope and stomped straight through the table onto Crazy and um, picked up the win. Yeah. It was yeah. um yeah, beautiful. Be- really beautiful, beautiful spot. It's a stunning um, thing. And, you know, it, it plays back, you know, it's of um, Jack and Terry Funk with the chairs and being, yeah. uh, was that Public Enemy? I think it was Public Enemy. Um, Public Enemy, yeah. You know, buried under the chairs and, and all the rest of it. Um, yeah, I'm, it was it was just, you know, it had that kind of, you know, he's trying style feel, which, which I think because um, you know it, it we were, it felt like we were beginning you know if it up um, and, and trying to fight it which I it was really cool I appreciate that yeah no great well you had to do it didn't it it's needed in a weird Weird little way. Um, we get our RVD update. His leg's still broken. Yes. I think he's going to be making an appearance on Tuesday. Talk about his leg. Yeah, so now we sort of know, don't we? We do. He's out there somewhere. Which is fine. His RVD's back. Um, Joe Gertner comes to the ring, introduces himself, and um, cuts his sort of normal promo and um, yeah basically introduces the main event then Carino sort of comes out he sort of puts Carino over and Carino's just like don't put me over I can't stand you kind of which I thought was quite nice yeah I liked that Uh, you know basically just sides with the network and um you know, aligns with all of that. You know, I know you're a fan of mine, but I can't stand you. Um, which was really, really cool. Yeah, pretty straightforward in that. And we've got uh, a main event, which is now for Japanese death match. We now get a Jacksonville street fight. Uh, Dusty Rhodes and Tommy Dreamer versus Steve Carino and Jack Victory. What do you think of this bad boy? Um, so, King of the Streets match... Yeah. Tornado tag rules. Yeah. Jacksonville Street Fight is normal tag rules. Yeah, it was. I mean, the moment you throw like Street Fight in anything, I feel almost sort of says you're limited with rules. Yeah, I mean, they start by going around the arena. As you know, we have kind of lamp 
previously. We've not seen it for a while. They don't do it quite as much as they did back in the day. Um, you know, height 95 arena fighting. Um, but yeah, then they get back in the ring. And when they get back in the ring, realized, after throwing each other into um, it becomes very yeah. civilized. And tag match. And that, that, in its first instance, confused me. The next bit that always continues to confuse me is the inconsistency that ECW has about DQs versus not DQs. In the sense that yeah. we've seen people run out and beat up people and it doesn't count and then they just go to the However, because it's a tag match, Dusty and Francine are getting frustrated because Carino and Victor are the tag stuff behind the referee's back. And I don't understand. I don't... It, it catches time with ECW in the sense of there are no rules. They think of, oh, we've got to distract the ref. Why? There are no rules. It's Trisha's street fight. Do whatever you want. Especially, there are no rules. In a street fight, you know, what's he going to DQ you for? You've, you've just thrown him to a table. You've thrown him to a lap. Not getting for the count of five is the only thing that you can be disqualified for this match. Too far. Like Jacksonville, not for their and their adherence to tag team wrestling rules. Um, I didn't realise that Dusty had this many matches in um, ECW. No. no. This is the area of time that we are only through pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, I, I literally don't, I remember in pay-per-view match, obviously it's one of my favourite matches yes. ever. Spoiler. But... Um, yeah, no, I just didn't think he was wrestling Steve Carino weekly. Which is um, impressive in itself, because, you know, who knows? It's pretty cool stuff. Um, obviously, Dreamer and Rhodes did pick up the win. They started to have a little beat down, and the Sandman emerged again as the show ended. Now... Sandman actually gets to the ring and you know does do some stuff and Sandman and and Rhino is something that they continue to um tease and it's, it's you know scared um the Sandman if I'm getting being beat by people yeah and the is coming to make the save feel as if I would not be happy with this because Rhodes was in that figure four getting Rhino a lot for the Sandman to a point where he was actually going to get the fight was not in any rush at all 
Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it does, but, you know, see, oh, the damage is done. Yeah, no, it's um, it's really strange. It's, it's um, I understand the entrance is, is a thing for the live crowd, but it's um, again for a TV show. You kind of almost trolling before trolling. Yeah, because you're sort of almost clock watching, thinking, "Oh, here comes the Sandman." This guy who, like we said, pretty much been handled pretty badly since he's returned. In a company that is desperate for a main event, I mean, you, you could have spun off and had a Sandman versus Mike Awesome feud. You, you could have given Sandman, you know, at this point, even a short world title reign, at least would have bought, you know, uh, old eyes or new eyes, depending on the product, because he did have that name value and sort of extreme sort of thing. So, Know, yeah, just... or, or find him someone and he can go against Just Incredible and Lance Storm for a little while. That's the thing. Well, we said him and Dreamer, wouldn't it? We've said it for ages. Yep. Have, they, against the Dudley boys, there's a history there, them being a team, and they would have been the ideal team. And then Raven could have gone off and done what he'd done. He could have even done Raven versus RVD before it all happened. But um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of all like... Oh, wishy-washy, because Sam and we keep saying that he wants that match with Rhino, but this has been going on for ages now. It feels like. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a making. Is this kind of like weird? No, really? Well, um, That's it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, oh. very strange. Um, I don't quite understand dragging out to this level. Um, it, yeah, it's it's just the 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 you know pace at which he's moving on, bringing. Th- mm. Yeah, it's just this weird kind of like oh the music hits. And he stands at the top top of the thing, hang around for a little while. Yeah, it's weird. And that's basically the end of the show. Um, before we get into all the bits and bobs, what is your match of the week, Jay? Um, there were some strong contenders this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, this week. I I I quite enjoyed um, Dream of. Yeah. Um, I um, I liked um, uh, the Tajiri match, which I thought was amazing. Mm. Um, Dusty and Dreamer versus Carino and Victory. Yeah. Was was a solid match, um, but I'm a big fan of Raven and and just incredible. I thought I had a real end, but um, I have to give it to Raven and just incredible. Can't lie, I had a feeling you're going to go that way. <laughs> I, so, also, the partiality 
bad decisions. No, not at all. But I also believe there's sort of almost no wrong choice this week. Well, maybe balls not only and thingy versus the Baldies. But yeah. so generally, every match is, is solid in its own right. Um, Yeah. If you want to get involved in the show, it is simple. At underscore Sports Arena, Instagram or Twitter, you can find us. We want to see you tagging us in those extreme posts, anything you've got going on. Uh, custom figures, remembering old pay-per-views, a, a picture you might like, anything, T-shirts you own, your ECW collection, anything you've got, hit us up a tag. We'll definitely retweet it, probably comment, get involved, because we love to see that stuff. We love people still living in the world of extreme in 2022 as we relive the revolution. We continue next week to find out if the Sandman ever makes it to the ring. Which time? I mean, the, both matches finished with kind of the same outcome, so well, I don't know when I mean, it's meant to be. Are we going to get the answer on TNN for both? Or is he going to make it in the ring on TNN on one, then make it in the ring on Hardcore TV for the other? We left with a double cliffhanger of the same angle, but different angle, but the same. Oh, yes. You're still alright to do your bitch thing? Um, I, so. I, I feel until next week when we find out what he's going to say. He's got an appearance on Tuesday, so I think that still counts. He has. Now, is the appearance on Tuesday going to be the show or the Saturday show? Well, I guess we've got to find next week, haven't we? Hmm. We will find out. But until then, and just like RVD himself, that was the whole fucking show.